What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you guys. Thank you for downloading this at the radio.com app or on radio.com itself uh, on the website. Or maybe you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. You downloaded me, Taz. Hello. And welcome to the Taz Show, episode 630, 40, 50 something. I don't even know what the frig it is. Uh, yeah. So I uh, hope everybody's good as we barrel into the holiday season here. Everybody's busy all over the place, spending a lot of money. That's the gimmick, I guess, right? We all do that. So, um, you know, so we're going to do later on here in this episode, talk about some top uh, WWE heels for 2018. It's not a long list that I can tell you, as for me anyway, people that really garnered heat and drew money with heat. Um, some a little late to the dance. I don't mean that negatively, but you'll see what I'm getting at in a little while. But we'll discuss that. Um, and speaking of WWE, so, uh, I don't think I recorded since the major league hack job, a big hack alert that we had with the WWE on uh, SmackDown. And that's uh, the segment with Miz and Daniel Bryan about the championship belts belt. I should say the WWE title side plates, Jones and all the stuff with uh, Daniel Bryan, you know, um, and I need to say thank you to Lean Mean, uh, you know, lo- longtime supporter of my content, uh, like a lot of you guys out there, um, from the Kingsman and Chan Man and uh, a bunch, a bunch. I mean, so a um, bunch of you, you know, I can't go through all the names. There's a whole bunch of you. But Lean Mean, uh, he's done so much, you know, for, for my content, with my content. And what he did here, um, you know, was interesting because – Look, you guys know the guys and girls that have been following my stuff for quite some time. You know, we always had the funny little bit of, um, you know, uh, uh, hack alert, hack alert, and all that stuff, and joking around, kind of joking around. WWE uh, takes a concept and idea, and it seems like they completely stole it from me. Um, and I go crazy and rip it up, and and it's like I have fun with it. I'm entertaining about it, but yet a lot of it is definitely. Uh, it's annoying, um, and and I want to talk about that a little bit here. And the thing with Lee Mean, like what he did, and by the way, if you should give Lee Mean a follow, guys, on Twitter at LM Fight F I G H T, and go to his uh, his uh, what do you call it uh, YouTube channel. He's just a tremendous uh, videographer and producer, and does some tremendous stuff. So, um, but by Lean Mean, um, and it's it's on Lean Mean's Twitter, and my, from my on my Twitter from December fifth. And it's on Lean Means Twitter. Uh, where is it? Yeah, I'm looking right now from uh, December 4th. I think that's when it happened. And um, I don't remember if I talked about it on Taz and a Moose or if I talked about it wherever I talked about it. But I first saw this in the morning. I woke up and I saw it, um, the, the tweet from Lean Mean. And then I I, I saw it, you know, because I, I didn't watch SmackDown. And I saw what happened. I'm like, by Lean Mean putting the audio, this is the thing I wanted to get at here. Side by side, no. So my audio was from a week or two prior to them doing this thing with the side plates. 
And it was almost like I was in a voiceover, even though it wasn't by design. Like I was narrating what they did on SmackDown. Like it jumped out to me and a lot of people that I know from the business that heard it, saw it, looked at it on my Twitter, like, yo, dude, fucking guys really do steal your shit. And I mean, WWE. And when you hear the audio of me talking about a concept or a creative idea, like in this case, Daniel Bryan. And his WWE title And for those that are a little confused A real quick backstory <clears throat> So when Daniel Bryan first started to turn heel And uh, you know And he talked about the Yes movement And and, and it was kind of like turning he, Before the Miz sit down thing You know he had his championship belt, belt On his shoulder I think it was on his shoulder Daniel Bryan And as he's talking about it I'm looking at the side plates of the championship title And it says yes 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 On each side plate It's custom belt um, and I've had custom belts when I've been a champion And, you know, and WWE goes on no, no whole nother level with it Than the way we did it But they do a good job for the talent with custom belts But regardless So I kind of said, listen, what the hell's going on? You just, you know, if you're really a heel Then you should be taking those side plates off Take a freaking screwdriver out of your pocket Or a sweater vest, whatever I said And, and unscrew the side plates And, and fold a belt, the, the side plates down And say the yes movement's dead and and then hold up the title it would be a really cool shot of you know with no side plates that you're saying the yes movement's dead and you're a heel. But then I said, well, you know, he or they, whoever, didn't know that he was going to turn heel. That's why they the plates were still there. But that's why I said take a screwdriver out or take them out yourself. Well, <laughs> fast forward, they actually did it in this Miz segment, and um, I think it was a Miz TV. Like I said, I did not watch SmackDown. Truth be told, and um, that particular SmackDown and. It was basically everything that I kind of laid out I mean, it was really weird to see it and hear it with my audio over the video So Lee Mean kind of brought a whole new light uh, to the deal And and, and a couple people, not a lot And, and I want to thank Lee Mean because he was one of them Who actually tweeted at, I think, Triple H, you know, uh, at one point too um, You know, it's funny when, when people tweet me and I think it's cool And if you're saying stuff like uh, whatever. Hey Taz, you uh, you know, you should uh, you, you should be in the WWE Hall of Fame and and like and like WWE's not tagged. I don't care. Like I laugh. I'm like, well, you know, like what? Are you? <laughs> I, you know, you're telling me, thank you, but uh, they're not putting me in the Hall of Fame because I don't think they like me very much. But I, you know, I'm just giving a point. Like if if you want to, not just me, anybody that's a public figure or a celebrity or whatever you want to call it. If you, you tweet them and you're trying to defend them for something You know, uh, hey, uh, whatever I don't know who the latest singers are Meek Mill, I think you should win a Grammy, homie You know, then tag the Grammy So tag whoever does the Grammys You know, why you why you tweeting at Meek Mill Philadelphia's own Well, something like that I'm trying to be a little hip-hop Jones for you Or, you know, Bazanji, my man uh, Who does all all, you know for me and Moose and for the Taz show here Does our open clothes and he's the Friggin man you guys know that um, You know if you're Saying you're putting over Bazanji you're saying that He should have whatever I don't Know or some kind of a deal a record deal With someone tag that record label you know just Don't just tell him or her or Whoever you know if, that, That's what I'm saying I think it's funny when people do them so My point in bringing that up is like if You really are saying like me Or anybody else says something about the WWE creative or any wrestling company or whatever um, And it makes sense And you really believe it 
I, you know, I have nothing to hide. I, I, what I say, I say out here, I'm honest. I just, you know, <clears throat> but it really was interesting to see that. So, and I want to thank all, all the fans. It was a bunch of favorites and retweets on the vid that Lee Mean did. So, thank you guys. Um, as usual, you guys are always so supportive of me, and and I mean that, and it means a lot to me. Um, and um, you know, I, I also I'm gonna get into a little bit here. Um, um. Before we get talking about the, the heels in WWE or for 2018 and all that kind of stuff, uh, something else that is going to be um, for 2019, something that's going to be going down, uh, not a negative thing, uh, a positive thing. So uh, let me get into that in a second. But um, I just want to say, guys, everyone knows about the risk of driving drunk. You could get in a crash. People could get hurt or even killed. But let's take a moment and, and, and to look at some surprising stats. Uh, almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes. Even though drunk driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last three decades, which is awesome, okay, really is awesome, drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year. And that's very sad. Okay, many people are unaware that driving high while you're high can be just as dangerous. In 2015, 42%, listen to this, in 2015, 42% of drivers killed in crashes tested positive for drugs. Not so harmless after all, is it? And get this, in uh, from uh, 2007 to 2015, Marijuana, uh, marijuana used among drive uh, used among drivers killed in crashes doubled. Again, from 07 to 15, marijuana use among drivers killed in crashes doubled. The truth is, driving while high is deadly. So stop kidding yourself. If you're impaired from drugs or, or alcohol, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Drive sober or get pulled over. So I was uh, fixing to get into talking about 2019. So, okay. Um, there is going to be uh, some cool opportunities. Let's put it that way. Um, if you're a fan of myself, of me, uh, my history, um, my, my brand, whatever I do, uh, no matter if it's sports, but mainly my wrestling content covering the wrestling industry, and in which, uh, to be honest, a lot of it I've, I hear on this show as on the podcast I cover WWE a lot. Um, so it seems like a lot of you guys like that, but but that could change a little bit in in the near future, meaning you know 2019. Um, but here's the thing: there's going to be an opportunity where I'm going to be an opportunity for you guys as, as a fan base uh, or in supporters. Uh, uh, as Team Taz, how's that? How about that? You guys are Team Taz. I'll give you an identity. WWE Universe. Well, I got Team Taz. How about that? So, uh, <laughs> um, I, me, Taz, the Human Suplex Machine, will be providing more content in 2019. Um, not, and this is aside from Taz and the Moose, where I cover sports every day on CBS Sports Radio, National Radio. Um, besides the Taz Show here, the free podcast. Where I cover the bulk of what I do here As you guys know is wrestling uh, In 2019 I'll be doing even additional stuff Additional content from different Video elements to uh, Different audio uh, stuff And shows and, 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 and 
special bonus shows and stuff like that. Uh, so there's going to be uh, another opportunity, uh, an additional opportunity, I should say, for anybody who's interested. And I'll get into more of that in the future here, in the very near future, about what I'm doing. I'm very excited about it. I'm fired up about it. Um, it it's it's um, look, it's 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 going to be very very cool. So let's just put it that way. I can't get into much more details, but I will soon over the next several podcasts. I'll give more details. And uh, hopefully you guys dig it. And, you know, and so and that's cool. So, um, you know, but back real quick to WWE and them hacking me and stuff like that. So this is what I, the crux of what I wanted to say about that. You know, I um, <clears throat> let me take a sip of water. Hang on. Let me give you. I got to. Hey, we got to get him a little. Uh, hold on a second. I got I a sip of water. We need a little delay. Get, okay. Gotcha. No problem. Hang on. Let me get a little water. Give me a second. Dry, <laughs> a little parched. Ah. Yeah, it's professional. That's award-winning podcast shit right there. All right, cut it down, Mike. All right, here we go. So uh, here we go. So uh, okay, what I'm getting at is this: I was really dry, so sorry for the jocularity that happens at times. This whole WWE thing, like like I said, we, about the hacking stuff, I, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> and I'm going to give you my conspiracy theory. I think they do this. They don't do it all the time, but I think they, I think they do it as a receipt to me when I rip or bury and, and critique them heavily, any of the content that they do on SmackDown, Raw, or NXT, or pay-per-view. I think that's why they do that. I'm not kidding you. I really, I think that's their receipt. Now, somebody say, oh, Taz, you're giving yourself way too much credit. Oh, my ass. Okay, how about that? Um, no, I'm not giving myself way too much credit. I really think that that's why they do it. I'm not kidding you. I really do. And that's fine. They they do it because a, they wouldn't do it if they didn't think it was a good idea. And I've had a lot of people, by the way, say, and, and this is what I'll, they'll tag Triple H or whoever or Vince. Like, Taz, you're on a creative team. And I, you know, I appreciate those compliments, and that's very nice. And I joked, tweeted, replied back to a person and said, "It pays way too low. No thanks." Um, and <laughs> and and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful towards a lot of the writers, but um, you know, I, that's the last thing I'd want to do with my career. First off, I, what I'm doing in my career right now, I couldn't be any fucking happier, guys. I mean, from doing a national sports radio show to doing this podcast, a Taz show, you know, a couple times or three times, two three times a week. Is a blast and what I'm going to be doing in 2019 On top of the things I just named And now additional stuff I'm I'm fired up man so I don't I'm so happy uh, Doing what I do I really am And and from just What I do for a living And my income and, and everything I'm, I'm so I've been happy for a couple Of years so I, I got to tell You several years I've just At times I do miss the wrestling business Meaning being in inside the locker room And and spitballing creative um, in an agent meeting or a production meeting. I do miss that. I do. Uh, and a lot of times, too, I'll miss commentary. I do miss doing commentary. I do. Um, like, I, you know, I, I just, it just drives me, uh, drives me crazy sometimes because, like, I'll watch, like, I watched um, MLW the other day. I, I watched it online, right? Now, you know, Major League Wrestling, so Fusion, and I've talked in the past about them, and, they're doing some pretty cool stuff, and 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 uh, they got the new TV deal, a revamped TV deal. I'm not too familiar with it, but I, I just watched it. You know, I, I just I, something different, and and I enjoyed it. I did, and I'm not gonna I I I'm not gonna get into like a real breakdown of it at all. But I'm just saying, I watched that, 
and and I I was impressed by the effort everybody put in from production to the wrestlers, and and to the writing and what Court Bauer does and all this stuff. I really I'm, I wish them nothing but the best, and I mean that. But I the reason I'm saying this, I, I watched that and I could put a list together of about seven or eight things that I think they need to change, and that's not me knocking them. That's just. A, a creative opinion from experience that I think would help just them, just watching that show, right? And I could do that with a bunch of shows. And I'm not bragging; I'm just being honest. But you know, it's like I'm not, uh, you know, I, I'm not an idiot. I, 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 uh, I, I'm not getting a consultant fee from WWE or these other companies. I'm not going to just come out and just keep giving, you know, <laughs> doing this like I was doing, where just giving. Constant um, pitches of ideas, and and then they ignore me and they disrespect. I'm talking about WWE, not not MLW. I don't, you know, MLW is cool, um, and and I feel like I'm I'm treated like a like a you know like I'm I don't even exist by WWE. And I, what I mean by that is when you have like one of your stars, one of your talent in the TV studio. I'm sorry, in the radio station, in the actual studio. Right next door to my studio where I'm doing my show with my my co- my broadcast colleague, and you're literally you know eight feet away from the studio I'm in, and I you you cannot have your talent come on as a guest on my show where, that I co-host just to promote his stuff and and WWE stuff. Um, that's a kick in the ass for me. That's disrespectful. To the show I work for, to my broadcast partner meeting, Mark Malusis, the Moose, to my producer, Mike Basiglia, my board operator, our board operator, and our producer, I'm saying me, I mean ours, meaning Moose. Um, it's disrespectful. And and just because you have an agenda with me, because I critique you, um, you don't want your talent involved with anything Taz does. Now, no one's ever told me that, guys. They don't have to tell me. They've showed me over time. Okay, over time, and the few times I've had WWE guest talent on my show here, I had to jump through hoops, and I don't need to jump through hoops for anybody. I don't. So, and I'm not. That's why I don't even attempt. My producers don't even attempt to grab any of the talent. So, what I was talking about at, at the radio station, for example, the Big Show. Uh, who I love, okay, he was, and I've talked about this, I think, and I'll say it again for anybody that's new, subscribed, or downloaded, so take a second, so don't, sorry to bore those that know the story, or or follow me on social media, whatever, but the big show was on WFAN, you know, in New York, uh, the major sports station in in the tri-state area in New York in the country, uh, on Boomer and Geo, okay, Boomer, Sison, and Greg Giannotti on their morning show, they do their show the exact same time, well, they were an hour longer than us, but from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, and we're 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. And their studio, now we're on CBS Sports Radio, Moose and I, and those guys are on WFAN. So we're national, they're local, right? So we're doing our show. Now, I knew, okay, two days prior that the big show was going to be there on this show because my producer works for the same company that Boomer and Geo's producer works for, <laughs> Al Dukes. So you guys know Al, he's been on the show here. And so, uh, you know, hello, I'm a former WWE announcer and talent. They know Big Show and I are friends. So they go, uh, my boss goes to our producer and is like, hey, uh, the Big Show is going to be in studio. 
uh, doing some promotion with WWE, so it might be a good uh, good idea to reach out. And I'm sure Taz would love it to have him on the show. I'm sure Moose would love it too. And I'm like, and I said to the producers and and my boss, yeah, be great, be awesome. Moose like, yeah, man, be awesome. I said, but guys, he's not going to come on. It's not because show don't want to come on. They're not going to let him. They're not going to tell you guys that. They're just going to, you know, they're going to delay with the replies on the email, and and it's going to be with the request. You know, it's going to be a dog and pony show. Sure enough, for two days, that's what happened. And I said, "Don't." There's no reason to chase these. Has nothing. And this guy's. I'm telling you, has nothing to do with the big show. Nothing. <laughs> he's just uh, the talent. It has nothing to do with him, because it's not his choice. It's not his. He he's not allowed to make that decision. You know what I mean? So um, I've been in his position. Uh, so what happens is, uh, long story long. Um, so he has a great appearance, and uh, a WWE rep is with him at the uh, on the Boomer and Geo deal. And then you know my name comes up, and they talk about me on that show. And show big show wasn't afraid to talk about me, and 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 I know he said some very positive, complimentary things about me, which I thought was awesome, and and I would reciprocate no problem because uh, I respect him and I and I'm, I'm I love the guy. So he knows that I'm in that studio, and he's like, when he's done in his appearance with Geo, he want to come say hello to me. Now he couldn't sit down and get in front of the mic because you know he's not a, he's a smart man. He's got he's got to do his job too, but I was so flattered that he had that kind of coolness towards me to swing by because we hadn't seen each other in a while and you know and just just chat for for two minutes uh you know and and that was kind of him and and you know what i mean point is it doesn't have to come to that like it never had a the guy should have been allowed just just we're hosting a national radio show and you guys promoting on stay on sale ticket sales for wrestlemania <laughs> you know, and WrestleMania is in New York, right? So of course they're on the local station with, with Boom and Geo, which they they do an amazing show and they're super successful guys. And I'm friends and fans of those guys. I love those guys. So I, it's not like Moose and I are doing like some rinky dink little show here. It's a national radio show, right? So it has no. It's not a. It don't mean nothing to them how big or small Taz and the Moose's show is. Because if the show was Joe blowing the moose, they would have allowed the big show. They would have allowed the big show on the show. That's the point. That's and that's a shoot right there. So my point in telling you this is this is what irks me that you can go ahead and and make like I don't exist and affect the people that pay the bills, the fan base to give. Hey, there's Big Show. Oh, wow, it's great to hear Taz and Big Show in Iraq. I haven't heard that in a long time, whatever. And then you also affect the guys that I work with because we could have had a nice in-studio appearance with the guy. I mean, we're still doing a great show. Don't matter. We're talking sports for the most part anyway. We're not really talking, you know, WWE, but we do sometimes. And I felt like that was very disrespectful. And it's not the first time this has happened. And it won't be the last. And, and the thing is, they just ignore me. And I know who it is. I know I know the, the two guys that that's why this is happening. And I know that I'm on the do not disturb list. I know that. I know I am in witness protection. I know. And I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so that's that. So I don't give a fuck. I haven't wavered from over 600 episodes of the Taz show of 
being negative about, critiquing, being honest about what you guys do, and at mean WWE and 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 also putting the company over. So, and I got news for you. My opinion in 2019 is going to be as organic and real as it always is. It'll happen here, and it's going to happen someplace else too. And that's what I meant earlier, where you guys are going to have an opportunity to, uh, you know, really get even deeper. Because, see, it's obvious. Uh, and by the way, so this episode, what is it? What is it? I think it's 640. So we're at 640 episodes. I've been blunt Jones about everything, how I feel, uh, negative or positively about WWE. And I've said this at nauseum, and, and I'll keep saying it. Okay, so my point is, I do my shit the right way. You know, I'm not, I, I'm honest. I'm honest, and I got no heat with nobody in WWE, but the more this happens, the more I'm going to be like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> so, because I don't need it. I don't need the bullshit. And, I, you know, and I also, I know that there's more than one person from their creative or power that listens to this podcast that you listen to right now. I know. I know for a fact. One of the people, I know who they are. And I think there's two others I don't know who they are And I don't, I'm not trying to find out I'm not a detective I'm not trying I don't, I don't have time to play that bullshit game I don't care I don't care who it is I really don't um, The one person I know who it is Okay And it's, I have no problem with that person It's fine Thank you for listening To my content You know who you are And you can go ahead and stooge stuff to, to you, know, tr- you know Triple H and Vince and Steph And all that stuff Go ahead I don't care. I really don't care. So it doesn't matter. I, I am not trying to curry favor to get back in the company like everybody else is. Uh, I'm not. So uh, I don't need that. So point is, I just, I'm telling you guys this because there's some things I, I can't say. So I'm trying to, you know, I've done that in the past where I want to say more and I can't. But I'm just telling you in 2019, things are going to change a little bit because I can't allow this to happen a lot more by them just disrespecting me and acting like I don't exist, but yet hack me. Cause that's not cool. You know what I mean? So I, I can't, that's just not cool. That that don't work for me. So <laughs> so and there's ways I can control that. And unfortunately, um I, you know, you, you, they're gonna make me just because I gotta protect my brand, I gotta protect my content and protect what I do and give you guys, the audience, the best content I can and in more places than Taz and the Moose, in more places than my social media, and then more places than the Taz Show podcast here. So, and that's what's going to go down. So that's basically uh, for 2019. So um, early in 2019, uh, this will happen. But I'll give you guys more uh, detail um down the road. One other thing I want to say, I thought it was cool, real quick, just to segue out of that, just to kind of lighten things up a teeny bit. I did think, speaking of WWE, it was cool what they did, kind of, with Jeff Jarrett at the Titans game on this past Thursday night. The Titans played the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, for those NFL fans, you know, you probably saw the game. And it was on Fox. So obviously, Fox got SmackDown coming over. So, um, you know, it's a big multi trillion dollar deal. <laughs> and they had Jeff Jarrett. He's he's a longtime Tennessee Titan fan. I remember uh when uh I was working for TNA with Jeff or when when he was out of kind of out of TNA, I was still texting with Jeff at times here or there. 
and uh, and I was a Jet fan, obviously, for a long time in my life. Now, past several years, I'm a Bills fan. I left the Jets, and we would always tweet about Jets, Titans kind of hatred and, like, AFC stuff, but whatever, that's football stuff. So Jeff's always been a huge Titans fan, so it was nice to see Jeff get to take the sword and stick it in the middle of the field and then uh, to have Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman, the, the play-by-play and color guys on um, – uh, color commentator on the uh, on the, what do you call it uh, on the Fox uh, NFL the Thursday game, and prom- they promoted SmackDown. They promoted. They said Jeff's a WWE Hall of Famer and all that stuff. And he came out with the Titans jersey, and then he was holding up a SmackDown Live T-shirt. You know, Jeff. That's what they gave the office. WWE gave him a friggin' T-shirt to hold in his hands to show to Cameron in the middle of the field on the fifty-yard line. Really. <laughs> You sign that big million zillion dollar deal, and you give the talent Jeff Jarrett a T-shirt to hold to promote the logo and the word SmackDown Live. Are we for real helping here? Come on, <laughs> fucking T-shirt! You gotta be shitting me, WWE. If Vince saw that, which he probably did, he probably was pissed. Hey, who the fuck's idea was this? A friggin' $6 t-shirt? That's how we pay for it. Holy shit. Jiminy Crickets. All right. Taking a break. Other side of break, we're going to get into talking about the uh, heels in WWE for 2018. Key heels. That'll be my opinion. Taz Show. Sit tight. Be right back. Back here in the Taz Show. Hey, listen, you know the deal, right? Taz Show supported by my friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Oh, yes. And they are introducing their all-new Rate Shield Approval. Oh, I love me some Rate Shield Approval. Of course, Rate Shield Approval gives you some comfort and some, you know, just lack of stress. What am I talking about? I'll tell you. If you're in the market to buy a home, Quicken Loans will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. While you shop, 90 days. That takes the stress out of everything. Rate Shield Approval locks you in. So to get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. Rate Shield Approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lender, license in all 50 states, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Again, that's Rock and Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Their rate shield approval. So, there you have it. All right. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we talked a lot here at the top, um, at the first end of the show, just about. I guess it was it was a little bit of house cleaning in there, a little bit, and then uh, you know some stuff, a little teaser for what's going on for 2019. Uh, so, uh, you know, for those that are interested in maybe more Taz content, if there's not enough for you, so we'll. Well, we're going to hit you with that in a little bit and uh, down the road here. And I think you guys, uh, a lot of you guys will be happy about it. I really do. So uh, I was going to talk about top heels. Uh, short list of top heels in the WWE right now. So uh, in my opinion, for 2019, I should say. Uh, 18. I digress. 18. 2018. So this past year, more or less. Now the year's not over yet, but it's just about over, right? If you think about it. I mean, 
there's not much time left. Well, I don't mean in life. I mean, like, not much time left. That didn't sound good. Like, oh, my God. What's he saying? Is it over? Not much time left. What, all of us? Is this it? Oh, no. So much I need to do. No, I meant for the year to end. Okay. So uh, here we are. We're, we're kind of early to mid-December right now. But I'm going to give you uh, the short list, the five people. In the WWE, just talking WWE now. I'm not talking other wrestling territories. So, uh, number five at number five, I have uh, Champa from NXT. Uh, so here's here's the thing with Champa, right? He, he is a tremendous now. The reason why I, I'm saying Champa at five, I, I think that if anybody put together their top five heels in WWE with NXT and you know what I mean with WWE include uh, uh, Raw SmackDown, I'm sorry, included, they would add. They would add Champa to it. I mean, you know, because he's done a great job um, as a heel. He's been phenomenal. He's the NXT champ, for those that don't know. Um, I'm sure most of you guys do know. And he's a tremendous in-ring talent. He's a guy who's paid his dues, came up the right way. Um, and he his character is excellent. He, it's it's kind of, he's got a little bit of a different feel. You know, like, um, he's, I think he, he gives you more of a realistic feel. But at times, um, it you know, it, it could come off just in his performance. And I think a lot of people love this about Champa. And I'm just gonna give you my critique. I'm a fan of his. I do, I do, I I'm I, I love the whole Blackheart gimmick and and all his stuff with Gargano he's done. I've I've talked about it and put it over and and I think he's Fine, you want to have many as the NXT champ, keep him as the NXT champ. He's credible, the guys can fucking go, he's he's great. Um well, my thing, uh, why I have him at five and not at two or one or something like that, is sometimes, just for me, this is one guy's opinion, I feel like he could come off to me, it's almost like it's it's not organic, like the heel feel for him. Like, uh, uh, I worded that wrong, not the heel feel. It's orga- it's, it doesn't seem organic enough that he's pissed. Sometimes I feel like it's, it's almost like tr- it's almost like trying too hard, almost too clever. Like his stuff is very clever. His stuff, what he does, his uh, his style of work, his promo work. Um, you know, the, I'm sure the way he wants his lighting done, the way they shoot him, it, it feels a little too clever. Like a little too. I, it, I, I know I'm probably wording this wrong, but I know how. I, I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm thinking. I, I'm, I should say without saying it the proper way. <laughs> I'm not knocking a guy. I wouldn't have him on my list if I didn't think he was great. Um, but I'm just giving you a reason why I have him at five. I just feel like it, you know, he, he's he's uh, he's he's excellent. He is, but I just feel like the persona comes off as too much, like trying too hard to be a badass. You know, I now if anybody would want to say that about the Taz character back in my prime, the human suplex machine. I'd throw a flag because I'd say, nah, I don't think that I ever came off like I was trying hard um, because most of the shit I did was organic, uh, was legitimate. Like, you know, like it wasn't really not, you know, I wasn't under the same, you know, Champa, uh, you know, he's under, he's got to deal with WWE. He's got to deal what they're, they're going to, the writers and just uh, the office, they, he's kind of got more of a thumb on him. It's just the way it goes. You can't have the freedom that I had. Um, in ECW or any of us in ECW We had a lot more freedom So in defense to a champ or any other heel 
in WWE or one of the WWE brands. They didn't have that freedom. So I'm not trying to be, you know, I, I'm, I'm just saying like I had more freedom. So it was easier for me uh, to be a, a bad motherfucker because I would just, you know, I, I, my character was, I was like this all the time. You know, like I was like this once I got my car to get to the arena. Like I got myself into that mindset, which why a lot of people uh, in those companies didn't like me or behind the scenes. They thought I was a little bit, you know, of an asshole and just like not the friendliest guy. And, you know, I had a very small circle of people around me that I liked and I trusted and that like I thought or I think liked me. I mean, maybe they didn't. Who knows? But um so it was for me i'm bringing me up because i could you know he's got a badass persona and i felt like that's a persona i could relate to as a performer um but i i just feel like like if he was let's just say um champa let's just say he was in ring of honor or, or mlw or something like that or, or you know working for new japan i think his heel persona would be probably f- 10 times better, not 10 times, five times better than this. It's just he's probably got some restraints on him. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like sometimes more wants to come out of him. He's a brilliant performer. He really is. So it's just not a negative thing on him. It's actually a positive thing. So I have him at five. And and I feel like I'm, I'm making, not making, I'm giving reasons or excuses than defending why I have him, have him at five. Uh, there's a lot of talented performers out there, but I don't think there's, Look, I should have said this at the top. These five people that I'm mentioning are heels that can draw money and that do and have drawn money. Okay, and Champ is one of those heels. So um, there are a lot of heels in WWE, but a lot of them don't draw money. Uh, and just because they're not on my list doesn't mean they don't draw money. I'm just telling you the five that I think do draw money and have drawn money for the past, you know, 2018, for the past year. So that's who I have. I have uh, I have uh, Tommaso Champa and um, Champa. So I I you know, hopefully he keeps his success going. He's he's doing great. You know, it's a guy who battled back from a bad in- knee injury, as you guys know. And um, you know, when he came in as a Sicilian psychopath and and with NXT with with his buddy Johnny Gargano, was another tremendous tremendous performer, uh, tremendous wrestler. Johnny Wrestling, love that gimmick. Johnny Wrestling. Uh, you know, they won the NXT tag team titles and when they beat the revival and shit like that, they had match of the year honors and you know, tw- that earned match of the year honors in 2016. So, you know, look, uh, this guy here uh has done a great, great job uh in his time in the WWE champa. And I just think the best is yet to come for him. As long as WWE, you know, he's probably one of those guys that's like, shit, do I want to even go to like SmackDown or Raw? Because like they use me better here in NXT, and I've seen what happened to guys like, you know, that are not getting pushed right, like a Bobby Roode or whoever, and I don't want that shit to happen to me. That could be the case with him. But, Champa, you keep doing your thing, bro, and you keep that heel heat that you got going, and don't try to be, you know, nobody's friend um, on camera, and don't try to get over with the audience uh, like a babyface heel. Stay in that pissed-off lane, and that's what you do. And what I just said there, and I'll get to four in a second, but what I just said there about Champa is a key thing for me with heels. I feel that a heel really needs to be a true heel. Because some would say, well, are they really baby faces and heels anymore? Are they really? I mean, it's like the way the business is. I don't even know if there is. I, I, I think there are. I do. I think that there are still heels and baby faces. And I think the key, like I was fixing to get into there, the key with the heels for me is you're not looking 
to get the baby face pop. You're not looking to be a Joe Cool heel. You know, so when I say that, um, you know, you'll see a lot of it. Like, I will go back in time. We'll go back in my generation. Like, the, the guys that were heels were like cool heels, like DX. They were, they were the cool heels. They were heels, but they were cool heels, you know, that kind of thing. They wanted to be cool. They came off cool, that type thing. You know, um, I, I look at heels as, as guys and or girls that are not trying to get that pop. They're not trying to get over with you. They're not. Um, Samoa Joe is that type of heel. Now, truth be told, Samoa Joe's not in my top five. He's just right outside. (laughs) My little Mike today action. Those who get it, get it. Right outside my top five. But my man Joe is a guy, a heel, who who doesn't look to get over what the people as a baby face. And the stuff he's doing right now with Jeff Hardy, I think is just about to get even more personal. Like to to pull out stuff to show Joe can be a real prick heel. So, but I don't have Joe on this list. Um I almost had him on it, but I don't. Um and I you know I went back and forth on it, but I don't. I don't have him on it. In that fourth spot, I do have Brock Lesnar. Now I have Brock Lesnar because Brock for quite some time while he was a heel, you know, people liked him a lot. It was almost like he was a baby face. But the thing was, with the days closed, the contract, not making all the shows and, and all the stuff, he kind of became like <clears throat> a heel where people just pissed because he wasn't there a lot. So I think the company uh, went with that and utilized that and made him more of just an attraction over the past you know couple of years. And it's built a, a part of him where people, they still pop for him because he's a fucking huge star. But, you know, he's, he's, people are angry at him because, you know, he, um, you know, he's not at all the TVs. He's not at all, you know, he's not, he's not always there. So because he's smart, he's a smart businessman and he has uh, the, the proper language in his contract to keep him from working. Uh, as many days as everybody else uh, There's nothing wrong with that That's called good business But it also helps To push or promote that And I think WWE does that a little bit For him as a heel You know, because he's not at everything You know, and he's a top guy Like, and he's been a top guy Like, forever And and deservingly so Because of his ability I Now, I wouldn't have put the last run here I want to put the universal title on him He's still the universal champ uh, But but because uh, I you know you know He's going to be doing other things and you know I think you got to start you know considering yourself You know keeping you know the talent that's going to be Working all the time and I think it's that, that it's Time for that but no one could ever doubt Brock's credibility and his athleticism And you know I mean the guy Doesn't age uh, you know, I don't even know His exact age but he looks great and he, he Works great and um, he's, he's, he's got heat he draws because he's got heat And and Paul Heyman actually I feel At times makes him more of a baby face Because Paul, people love Paul Paul's a heel Paul tries to stay heel but people dig Paul's stuff so you know um, And a lot of times you'll see Paul at a raw and you might not see Brock So and Paul's repping You know representing you know Brock but that could also get Paul over more like all right, well this guy's here At least the other guy's not you know, and that that's the thing, but Brock's got heat, don't matter, he's got heel heat, and he's a money-drawn heel, so hence why I got him at number four. Number five, late addition here, um, 
Number five, I got Daniel Bryan. I mean, with this new, I talked earlier at the top of the show here about the whole belt and the side plates, the yes, yes, yes thing. You know, Daniel Bryan's WWE champion, and you know, I, you know, I, I gotta tell you, uh, I, the heel thing is, I think it's going to be really good for WWE and him, and it's going to work. This is a guy who's loved that yes thing, loved. I mean, his work style, loved, and about his work style. As you can see, he's changed, and he, this guy can work as a fucking heel with his eyes closed, and he can talk. And um, dude, he's he's gonna he's a money money drawing heel. He late edition. This just happened right a couple weeks ago, but I'm telling you right now, you got attention on him because of that heel persona. So I'm a fan. I'm a fan of what 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 they're fixed and do here with him. Um, Hopefully they do the right thing. When I think they will, I'm sure he has some some creative input because he's you know he's he's been here a long time and he's earned that and he should have that. Um, he's definitely earned it. And Daniel Bryan, I think um, I don't think a lot of people could throw a flag that he'd be on my list at number three. And number two is a guy that's done a lot of business uh, on camera in the WWE with him, uh, The Miz. Uh, you want to talk about a guy? And I've talked a long time and sung his praises on the Taz Show here, The Miz. As far as and he's my number two. Um, the Miz, as far as not looking to get over with the people, I mean, when they do that, they used to do that that post SmackDown show, whatever the fuck it was called. Um, I don't remember the name, but I don't care. Whatever it was, it was after the show and it was live on the WWE Network. And I remember doing doing a Taz show the next morning, live live Jones talking about that big angle they did, where everybody thought that Miz was really pissed off at just I mentioned Daniel Bryan when Daniel Bryan couldn't work. And he went off on Daniel Bryan and was whole fucking thing. And he threw his earpiece down, whatever he did. Everybody thought it was a shoot. That wasn't no shoot. Uh, they worked shot on everybody. They did a great job. That's what you're supposed to do. That shit was awesome. Um, Miz has been an awesome heel, it seems like, forever. And he does not look to get out of that lane. He does not look to curry favor with the fans to get a baby face pop or to be cutesy or to be an internet darling, to get the internet to pop, to say something witty or funny. To get the, no, he's a fucking heel that draws. So Miz is my number two. And my number one heel, uh, my number one heel is not a man. It's a woman, baby, and it's Alexa Bliss. She is, to me, all heel, and she is spectacular. Now, as you guys know, she's been out with the concussions. She's been out with the concussion. Oh, what's going on here? She's been out. Oh, 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 my mic. Sorry, I had a list. She's been out with the, the concussion concussion deal, and um, but she's now, uh, I believe she's cleared if i look recently i think she might be cleared to compete again but i don't know if they're gonna be doing that with her soon but she, she's doing the whole thing she's in charge of the, the the ladies on raw and stuff and like a general manager s type gimmick or whatever it is whatever that's not the, all of 2018 i mean she was she was working so i'm talking about her just as a heel worker and as a, the push she had and rightfully so she is i mean good gosh really i mean uh, also, the only other female I would say that that has potential to have the kind of heat, real genuine heat that Alexa Bliss has, and I think in 2019 she'll really start to crank it up, and she's done a great job with it. It's the NXT Women's Champ Shayna Baszler. I really think Shayna 
and and she's gotten good in that ring faster than I thought she would. She is tremendous, and she's she's got some heat. She's got some heat, that girl. But she's she's not ready to be on this list. But she's she's going to be Alexa Bliss type heat. Alexa Bliss is uh, what you want in a heel. It's what you want in a heel. I mean, her credibility, the push she's had, um, everything from when she first came into the business. They've used it the right way. Um, they utilize. She utilized, I should say, her own athleticism in her work when she's working and use it for a heel persona. Let's go. She was a D1 cheerleader. You know, she had a kickboxing background. She played softball. She was a track athlete. You know, she's a real athlete. So, and you could tell by her work, not a big girl. And they use that to that to, to keep the heat on her. She really is just um, a tremendous, tremendous heel. And her promo work, her facial expressions, her body language, everything that she does, she stays in that I want you to hate me lane. And she does it awesomely at five foot fucking one. She is tremendous. That I'm telling you, she she's probably printing money and she should because she's that damn good. She really is. I, I I've talked about her and put her over forever out here and i'm not the only one you know most of you guys respect the heel she is she's my top heel for 2018 straight up and and good for you alexa keep kicking ass taking names do your thing man or lady (laughs) the man that's that's the other you know what a man is that's the becky lynch so she's the man but anyway alexa bliss is my number one heel so number one i got alexa bliss number two i got the miz number three i got daniel bryan number four i got brock lesnar number five i got uh, uh tomaso champa so um the uh the thing is like again this is just my opinion it's subjective so um you guys don't have to like it i understand that you guys might disagree you guys might agree it's all good either way it's fine it's just one guy's opinion and that's it and and uh, and uh and that's the deal so hope you guys uh enjoyed this edition of the taz show and gonna be doing uh getting at you during the week here even though the holidays are here but uh you know get some more stuff out to you and um and that's it we got exciting things coming up in 2019 so uh so that's it i hope you guys enjoyed this edition thank you for subscribing if you don't subscribe click the subscribe button on your phone or whatever and subscribe to the show and give me a little rating. Put me over on the iTunes gimmick on the Apple Podcast on the fucking ratings. Just go put your boy over. You know what I'm saying? And that's the deal, guys. Look, all right, I'm Taz Janat. I appreciate the love and support, guys. As you know, I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go.